This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 93. In today's episode, I'm talking to my guest, Dan Van Zago, about the making of a kingdom man. Dan is the founder of Men Purposely Pursuing Purity and the Daily Sustenance Radical Life. He has a huge heart for men because he knows and understands the authority and assignment given to them. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. So Dan Van Zago has a heart for men. He is passionate about the authority and assignment given to men, and he feels committed to helping them walk out their purpose. Through his company, Daily Sustenance Radical Life, and Men Purposely Pursuing Purity. Dan is a proud father of two young men and a Navy veteran of over 23 years of service. So please help me welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast, Mr. Dan Fanzago. Dan! <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my I'm goodness. You so made, excited. You, you just made me feel really important right there. <laughs> Good, because you are. <laughs> you are, you are. I'm so excited to have you on the Thank show. You. And you know, what you're doing is so powerful. It is so powerful, not only because just being a disciple of the Lord and just ministering to so many people, not just men, but so many people, it's so encouraging. It really is encouraging. So tell us a little bit about you. I said, you know, a little bit of your bio, but just want to know, um, just share your heart a little bit and what it is you do and how all of these amazing ministries came to be. <laughs> wow. So, um, when I started my journey, my, my true journey, even though I grew up in church, um, I, now that I look back at it, um, I think, and there's been moments where I've had, you know, I felt like there was a connection there with God, but mm-hmm. I don't think I ever established a true relationship with him. And so a um, little over two years now, um, two years ago, I started developing a relationship with God and I was still, I still had, you know, one foot in and still trying to live my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> operating in, in sexual sin and still doing, you know, still doing me. But I just felt, you know, as I continued to develop that relationship, I did, I really felt God, 
calling me mm-hmm. and just telling me that he has so much more for me, mm-hmm. but he just needs me to surrender to him. And, and through that, and through some experiences of, um, you know, and, and just to be honest, right, it, it was really like the last time I, I had sex over two years ago, mm-hmm. um, right, shortly after doing that. Um, and, and during that time, again, I was developing my relationship with God and I was calling myself a kingdom man because I read Tony Evans' Kingdom Man book and I was yes. just drawn to it and everything that he talked about it just drew me closer to God but at the same time I was calling myself a kingdom man but I wasn't operating nor leading like one and so Mm -hmm. I felt the Holy Spirit come over me this was right after that last sexual experience with this young lady and the Holy Spirit said you need to stop calling yourself a kingdom man because what you're doing is confusing her. Wow. What you're telling her is that kingdom men can lead a woman to the bedroom who he's not married to. And it's Ooh. okay. And if you don't care about your soul, at least care about hers. And that was it. Like it, it was cold turkey. That, that was the last sexual experience that I had over two years ago. And it wasn't, and again, it wasn't, and this is the thing I love about the Holy Spirit. It wasn't condemnation, mm-hmm. but it was conviction because the Holy Spirit knew my heart. The Holy Spirit knew what, what I needed to hear at that moment, obviously, because here I am. And from that point on, like, I understood, then I started to have so much more clarity mm-hmm. as far as the assignment that men have. Like, God started pointing to me as I just really started diving deep into his word and spending time with him in communion with him. And and it it just, I mean, a fire came over me where I just, when I, when I started seeing all of the issues in our world, all of the marriages that, you know, just talking to um, brothers and sisters in Christ and, and people who didn't know him, but just seeing the failure, the failures of marriages, and that led me to, to just see that there's so many men who are out of the assignment that God has called them to be in. And, and from day one, like, I mean, the, the devil has attacked marriage as soon as the first oh, yeah. couple came together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and when men are out of place, that's when our families are, we, we're in trouble. We, we see that. Wow. And so from that point on, like, that's, that's been my passion to really pouring to men. Um, initially, it was just really single men because, you know, they weren't married yet. And so I wanted to- Right, you know, get them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, have them slow down. Number one, because, you know, if they're operating or entertaining, but, but even more so leading in um, relationships that, that, that are, sexually, you know, that, that creates this environment of sexual impurity um, and just confusion and, and hurt and, and just breaking up our sisters. I mean, breaking their hearts, their souls, their spirits in these relationships where we continue to draw them in. But then when, when it's all said and done, then we're over. But it, it's, it's just not that easy, right? 
it's, mm -hmm. it's never easy and it's never over that fast. So yeah, I, that was my passion. But now I, I minister to, to everybody now. Like, <laughs> wow. I don't give you married, single, because again, God showed me that, you know, even my our married brothers to help, you know, help them in, in relationships, because I've been married. I've been married, so I understand. And I think God is using me in, in this season of singleness, because trust me, I, I, I was, last year I was in a, um, and I've been in a relationship where, you know, I wanted to pursue marriage now that I understand the assignment. Like mm -hmm. I know now that God, God can, he will use me in marriage to, to, to be a light, to be that city on a hill. Like that's what I want my marriage to be especially knowing what I know now. But God has told me that he's using me now in my single season to, to, to be that light that, you know, we, we don't see that often. At least I don't see that often. And so mm. I'm, I, it's an honor for God to use me the way he does. Mm, I love that. Can you talk a little bit about the assignment for men? Oh, yeah. The, the assignment for men, like, so the authority God has given, when we look at the, the first assignment in the Garden of Eden, right? God, even before God introduced Adam to Eve, God gave Adam purpose, right? He gave him an assignment. He gave him purpose to cultivate. And he, he, he gave him a job to name the animals, to, take, to cultivate and, and take and tend to the Garden of Eden. And so... He already had, so I, I love, um, one of the pastors I listened to online, he calls it 3M. Me, mm -hmm. And the first M is understanding who your master is, meaning that understanding that you are under the lordship of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you have to understand that first. And then the second one is your ministry, right? Understanding what, what assignment God has given you. And then the third is then you can understand who you should choose as your mate because then your mate comes along with the assignment that God has given you and understanding that she understands those biblical principles from your Lord and Savior. And so the assignment that God has given men is the authority to be the head, to be, and it's not in an abusive way. And this is the great thing about it is that when men understand what it means and how to operate in, in, in submitting to God, in submission to him, they understand that it's, it's not abusive at all. It's nothing that God dictates to us. It's nothing that he makes us do. And so I think historically, a lot of men, you know, you, you'll have some men who hear that word submissive and they only see that, yeah, my wife's supposed to submit to me. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and, and so it's abused. And so I think our sisters need to do, you know, I want our sisters to evaluate this man, does he understand submission before you fall under submission to him and his authority that God has given? So I want you to see, is he submitting to God first? And you can see that by, mm -hmm. by number one, the fruit that he's producing and the life that he's living. Listen, Dan, I'm over here ready to run around this place because you are preaching right now. Listen, because I work literally, I'm creating the Wife Wisdom podcast is to cultivate the heart of a wife. And mm. that is so powerful to say that the first thing they need to know in, in being pursued is making sure that he knows how to submit. 
That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because not only submitting to God, but he should be submitting to godly counsel here on earth. Like if a man, and in Proverbs, there's a few scriptures in Proverbs that talks about like having godly counsel and a man who doesn't, like it, he's, he's, he's leading a, to a path of ruins. And so it's, and I think it's in Proverbs as well that talks about a man without self-control. And so self-control, again, one of the fruits of the spirit, right. one of the self-control is showing that he understands that submitting to not only God, number one, but also godly counsel here on earth because you want, again, marriages, you will never be hunky-dory, you know, rainbows and unicorns 100% of the time. And so when you do have a disagreement, you need to see, number one, you need to know who, he, who is he talking to? Who is he, who is he getting his counsel from? Yeah. And so you want to see that, you know, as you're in that evaluation season before you get married. Because if he's the only person that he's talking to, it's himself, then right. that's a dangerous place to be in. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and so why, what inspired you to become a champion for purity? Because that is a very touchy <laughs> subject, a very touchy topic, especially with men, you know, and so I love the story about, you know, just the revelation and the encounter that you have with the Holy Spirit and how he literally puts you on your journey. And so how has that journey been for you in the past two years? It's been awesome. Like I, like I said before, like, and I, I've dated um, during this process. Um, right now, I'm, I'm completely removed from that process um, just from, you know, a commitment I've given to God. But I've dated and I tell people, I said the biggest thing that I've received in this um, during these seasons of me being pure is clarity. Mm-hmm. Like before when I was in relationships and I was dating and, you know, having sex, like that was one thing that was truly like it, it, it blinded me a- mm-hmm. and just having clarity, but also not just clarity of seeing things in other people, but just having a clear voice with God. Because I know that when I used to, when I was still, you know, operating in sexual sin, I would feel so removed from God that I felt so ashamed that I didn't feel like I was worthy enough to even talk to him. Wow. Because I would feel like, man, you know, God, I know I said I wouldn't do this again. And, you know, it was that condemnation that I was feeling. But I mean, the, the scriptures talk about it, you know, in Romans, it says, I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. So holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. So mm-hmm. I look at it like this. I know for my future mate, if she's, if she can't present her body right now to God as a living sacrifice to God, the one who is perfect, then why, why would I think that she'll do that as far as committing her body to me in a marriage to someone who's not perfect? Wow. Wow. That is so powerful on so many levels because, you know, I think that a lot of times people don't don't understand the purpose of sex, right? And how when you don't understand the purpose of a thing, Mm -hmm. 
yeah. abuse is inevitable. That's one of my very favorite quotes by Dr. Miles Monroe. And yes. when, you know, God created sex for procreation, for protection yeah. and for pleasure, yeah. right? In marriage. Yeah, exactly. That's it. In marriage. <laughs> That's, it. That's it, right? But so many people don't even understand why the 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 control that the enemy has really used mm, yeah, how yeah. he's used sex in his life in their lives like you said to not even hear from god to not even want to speak to god to feel so ashamed yes right? that's it that's right? it yep. yes so can you you know one of the things that you said that was so good is you know becoming a kingdom man is so yeah. so good and so can you provide some steps can you talk about some some areas that men can can work on men can focus on to help them really allow god to develop them into the kingdom man that he's already created them to be yes and, and so and like i tell my brothers um brothers in christ you know the ones who i fellowship and do life with and um, in this process of becoming disciples and also then making disciples, um, we look at the blueprint, right? The blueprint for life is the Bible. Mm -hmm. So when we look at what Jesus told his disciples in Luke is, if you want to be my disciple, number one, the first thing he told them is, first, deny yourself. First, deny yourself. Like that, that's the first step in, into becoming a true follower of Christ. Like, I, I don't even, I don't even stop now at saying I'm a Christian anymore because it, it's almost become like just a hashtag or right. a box that you check, you know, when, I don't know, for an employment or whatever, right? <laughs> right. Your status on some of these social media sites or whatever, it, you know, it's, it's, be, it's become watered down. Mm -hmm. And so I follow that up to say, yes, I'm a Christian, comma, a follower of Christ, because I think that that distinguishes something different that mm. people need to hear. And I love when people ask me, what does that mean? Right. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> so this, yeah. you know, because, and again, I'm not perfect. Lord knows I'm not perfect, nor do I, in, the, in my ministry, nor do I preach or, or pass along a message of being perfect. None of us are. We mm. are like filthy rags to our Heavenly Father. It's only one man who walked this earth who was perfect. And so, right. What, what I do preach is progression. Like we should not be in the same place. If we're, if we're following after Christ, we should not be in the same place where we were a year ago. We should not be in the same place that we were, you know, a few months ago, because mm -hmm. it is a progression to walk out in this faith. Yeah. And that's, it's an action. And so, yes, it, it, it's number one is first denying ourselves. And then the second thing he said is, then you can pick up your cross and follow me. So what does that cross represent? What did, what did the cross having Jesus on the cross represent? Meaning it, it meant that he sacrificed everything for us. He sacrificed. And, it, and that's what it takes. It takes number one, denying ourselves and then sacrificing our flesh daily. That's what we have to do. That's good. Um, denying yourself and sacrificing daily. And 
those are probably some of the hardest things to do for us as humans, right? Because we have to rely on God's strength to deny ourselves and sacrifice. Yes. And and this is why he said, pick up your cross. Now, he didn't say pick up your pillow. He didn't say, (laughs) because he knew it was, it's not easy. Look, look at what he endured on the cross. Oh, yeah. So when we think about what the cross represents, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. We will be persecuted. I was just sharing that with some brothers um, on our prayer call this morning. Like, we will be persecuted as Christians, but if we're doing it and we're standing firm in, in, in righteousness and we're doing it for his glory, then God will be glorified and we will re- be rewarded for that the same way our Lord and Savior was. Mm, so good. And then, um, so how, you know, can you talk a little bit about your your company and the, you know, your online platform? Because you you do that pretty regularly and consistently and what it is that, you are actually, can you talk a little bit more about that? So, so just my listeners can be not only encouraged, but they can share it with their, the men in their lives as well. Yes, definitely. Um, so I, I started my company, Daily Sustenance Radical Life, um, last year. And um, it's the beginning of last year. And I, I really wanted a company that represented this journey this walk with being a follower of Christ. And so daily sustenance, it it comes from the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread. So that's our daily sustenance and radical life. And and if you see my logo, Mm -hmm. you'll see the daily sustenance. And then I have the Bible there and then radical life. I have the cross, meaning that again, which we was talked about denying ourselves and picking up our cross. It's a radical life because (laughs) It, like you said, it's not easy and a lot mm-hmm. of people are not doing it, you yeah. know? And, and so that that's where, that's the foundation of um, the, the company that, I, that, that God put on my heart to create. And so um, I, I have some apparel on there, t-shirts that are about this life, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really just stands out. And, and you know, some of my um, some of my shirts and the messages that I have, like I love bold messages, mm-hmm. um, things that really, I, you know, I, I don't want people to have to guess what it means or, or if they're guessing, I want them to come and ask me rather than, I don't want it to be watered down and say, you know, something that's just so kind of, you know, cliche, um, <laughs> yeah, cliche or, you know, it's just so easy and, you know, kind of soft and no, 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 you know, again, this life living as a a true Christian, a true follower of Christ, I want to stir up conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And so from that, um, I write devotionals and um, that's when I started the, uh, God put in my heart to start the YouTube channel, Men Purposely Pursuing Purity, because I kept hearing, you know, when I would talk to people and I I wear a, I wear a promise ring on my right hand um, and I call it my promise purity ring because it's my commitment to God um, to save myself until marriage. And I love to wear it because I usually have a lot of people, you know, when I'm talking to them, um, they'll ask me what kind of ring is that? So that, that gives me the opportunity Mm -hmm. to point to them about purity. 
And um, so, yeah, then, you know, just talking to people about purity and seeing the reactions from, you know, more so my sisters out here. For like, sure. man, I didn't even think, you know, what, you know, they'll say, well, I didn't think guys like you, you know, did that. And I would always say, like, guys like what? <laughs> you know, because they, you know, they'll say, well, you know, some of the guys that I'll have in my church who uh, operate in impurity is because, and, and it's not to knock anybody, but this is what they'll say to me is because they really don't have too many options. So it's right. like, you may have some options. I'm like, right. everybody has options to operate in, you know, sexual sin. Right. Everybody does, it, it, right? You know, so I, and, and I would use that to just point to them. They like, well, you got, you know, guys like you don't exist, and so that really just put it on my heart to say, mm. okay, let's let's really put this light out here that you know the men that I know, the men that I fellowship with, the men that I do life with, single men and and even married men, because purity is not just about being single. Mm-hmm. Purity is a it's a lifestyle. Mm. It's a mindset, right? And so, you know, God pointed me in, like he showed me that this is not just about single people, it's about married as well. So I, that's when I started interviewing and just really putting that message out there that, you know, and to kill that myth and bring light to that darkness of that lie that men out here are not pure, like they don't like to lead in purity. And so that's where that came from. And um, mm-hmm. since then, like I just, you know, I'm on IG, I'm on um, mm-hmm. Facebook, and I just love fellowshipping with my brothers and sisters and talking yeah. about, you know, just living a pure life because I I love it. I, I don't, you know, some people may That's dread awesome. it or they're, they're so anxious to get married because they want to, you know, be in burn, this- They don't want to burn in sin. <laughs> Right. And, it, look, and I understand, you know, for sure. But yeah, and I don't condemn anybody, you know, but I, but at the same time, I, you know, I tell people my experience because I love where I am and I love being used by God in the season of my life. But isn't that just like God that he would use you now y'all may not know what Dan looks like. And but he has the like the most perfect smile. I mean, he's like one of these guys that, you know, walks in the room and you do a double take for sure. And so like God would use you to, to, to be a champion for purity. And these women are like, what? That's why they say, we didn't think a guy like you, right? Cause all the women are turning when you walk in the room. So that is why they're like, mm, we, what? Like you really serious? Like he, that's God though. He has a sense of humor, right? So he yeah. not only would use you to be a champion for purity and love it and love the journey, <laughs> But now you are really helping women to set a new standard in their lives, right? And you know, you think you're only ministering to men or maybe, you know, a peers, but like not only are men now setting a new standard for themselves, but so are women. And now they're like, you know what? I want a man who can walk in purity in singleness and marriage because absolutely mm. the yeah. um, just the spirit of masturbation can totally yep. ruin marriages. Exactly. And yep. so to even that the the mindset shift and the heart behind living a life of purity is absolutely beautiful. Love it. Love it. And so what are um just in like, do you want to leave any important principles like with our listeners? What 
you know, cause it's just so much that, that you've shared and I'm so encouraged and so, and, and so excited just for this, what you're doing and how God is using you for men and for women, for singles and people who want to get married and who are married because it, it applies to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And I mean, so, so purity, I, I think that, so again, God, again, the blueprint, that's what I, that's why I love calling it because it, it lays out, um, I, I joke with my brothers and um, all the time. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember their old, I think it was an old Ragu commercial, that old spaghetti um, yeah, yeah. sauce commercial. It, it's in there, you know, you get both saying it's in there. <laughs> so that's what I always love to say, like, you know, when, when we're talking and having conversations about, you know, some of the issues or questions we may have, and I'm like, it's in there. And, you know, a brother come out with a scripture and then how we can, like, we, we just not Bible thumpers, right? But we do have a foundation of the word because, you know, you have to have that so that it can guide you through life. But mm -hmm. we also talk about practical things and how we can apply these principles to our lives. And so, like, the number one thing, especially in the season that we're in right now, um, I post, I, I po and I haven't been posting as much lately um, because I've I just been spending so much time with God and with so much that's going on. Um, I don't want to speak out of my emotions. And, and so, like, I've never, I've never want to be driven by my emotions to do anything. And so, um, but what God is showing me, and it's not even emotions of hate or anything like that, but it's more so like on my men's prayer call this morning, like I was listening to this praise and worship song. And right before we got on, man, my, I just, my, I just, my ear, my, my eyes are just pouring. I mean, just pouring mm -hmm. because my heart is hurting. Yeah. Those are the emotions that I'm feeling right now because the one thing that God has said is to love him with all of our soul, all our might, yeah. with everything. And then the second is to love our neighbor yeah. as ourselves. And, and he goes on to say that you can do all of these things. You can prophesy. You can cast away demons. But if you are not doing it with love, like if you, then you don't, you don't, I, I do not know you. Yeah. Right. And so we have to, everything we do, number one, we have to understand what godly love is. We have to, and First Corinthians thirteen four through seven, it talks and like that's that's got to be one of my favorite scriptures, yes, um, sure. passage of scripture because it explains yeah. what love is, and without love, again, it's okay to, to protest and fight injustice, and like Tony Evans said not too long ago, is you can't fight injustice without righteousness. Mm. meaning having that foundation of love because without that that's how you end up seeing this bitterness this anger mm -hmm. this you know the destruction and more name callings and more just division in our country and across the world yeah so it takes righteousness which is which has a foundation of love in it so what I what I'm preaching now like is it's really I know people are saying you know certain things matter and you know this and that matters and yeah. but my message right now is love matters most mm. 
That's it. Right. Right. And when you say love matters most, what does that ultimately mean to you? That God has called us to even love and, and to, to pray for and love people who commit sins against us. Mm. And so that takes a true type of love that, again, one thing you said is that it's a type of love that we can't operate in by ourselves. Yeah. Like it takes the power of our Lord and Savior and our Heavenly Father to be in us, to operate in a love like that. When I'm, I was watching a documentary last night about um, how a young man, um, one of our brothers who's Caucasian, he realized he did his, um, some, some digging into his history and, and realized that his family owned slaves and things like that. And so yeah. he's trying to rectify a wrong. And, mm -hmm. and right before I came on the, um, this, this platform with you this evening, I was on a Zoom call with one of my brothers who, who's hosting a Zoom call with brothers of all shades and colors, right? Mm. So, so we're talking about how do we navigate through this, you know, and how, how, we, how do we have these tough conversations, and, but doing it in, in, with the foundation of godly love. Like we cannot mm. point fingers, we, we can't condemn or say you did this or your people, no, like, okay, we understand that that's where we are, or, you know, that's what's happened. Mm -hmm. But let's now, let, how do we move forward, right? And how do we come together as one body? Yeah. Like God intended. Yep. So good. So good, Dan. So um, any last words and, and pl please let my listeners know how to connect with you. Uh, okay, so the so last words is, um, my last words are, again, you know, with everything that we're going through right now, I mean, with COVID, everything, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, and this is why I think having the right people around you it is so critical. Because even when we look at with Jesus, how he walked in his life, mm -hmm. like he had his multitude of, of disciples, and then he had the 12, but then he had his three. Mm. He had his three that, um, that he was more close with even before he went to the cross. He, he, he confided in them and told them how he was feeling, how he was stressed about going to the cross. So I think that you know, we have to have, number one, surround ourselves with the right people, mm. um, even in times like this, because if we if we are surrounded by you know just the wrong people, it will lead us down a path of basically giving the devil a foothold. And mm -hmm. God knows what the devil you know he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. For That's sure. it. Yeah. That's it. And so family, yeah. So family, you can find me um, on Facebook um, and IG um, under Dan Vanzago. Um, my YouTube channel again, you can find me Dan Vanzago. And I started a new platform um, on um, that that's called In the Den with Dan. And it's more like a play on words, Daniel and the Lion's Den. So we're, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're um, I'm interviewing brothers and sisters this time around um, because my, 
my my platform for purity. That was more so for men, what yeah. God put in my heart. Um, but this time around, I'll be interviewing you know my sisters and my brothers and just talking about common things. Like we just recently talked about a brother of mine. Um, what does it mean to be spiritually attractive? And so that was, mm-hmm. and we're getting ready to do a part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was very, yeah, yeah. So that that wow. was that was fire. That was fire. Yes, that sounds amazing. I am so grateful and so thankful for just having you on the show. You know, it's been months. We talked about it before, but I'm so glad we finally made it happen because you just have such a, a an anointing and a gift on your life and to really speak to this because you know every it's like you know when god gives you a gift and you're like oh wow how do they walk in that right how do they do that right yeah. it, 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 it's gotta be it's gotta be a calling it's oh, gotta be yeah. an anointing the grace has to be there because otherwise it. it's just you know, you said, I said, well, how do you like your last few years of purity? You said, it's great. You said, I love it. I was like, what? Like this, that's not a normal answer, right? That you wouldn't yes. like think, but you know, really by, but with God's grace, absolutely. You would love it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's it. Yep. Hear from him and have clarity because people are looking to to you for encouragement. So you have to be strong in God in this area. So I just am so thankful for you sharing your heart with us today and, and um, just sharing how we can learn and, and really receive. And I love the fact that just basking in the presence of God, especially when God shuts the whole world down. Mm, (laughs) There is reason behind it. (laughs) We are, are, when you are, he forces us to be still. We need to listen, right? And and even, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Even one thing that I had to catch myself um, when the COVID, you know, this whole COVID Mm-hmm. season started and things really stopped um and see I love to work with, you know with my hands and do projects around my house and so you know being a busy man and not being able to go out as much as I used yep. to you know doing things um and the right things right but yeah. I found myself even staying busy here in my house and I said man that I said it God stopped everything, but yet I'm still staying busy. And I said, I have to slow down mm. and, and give him what he wants, which is that communion, which yeah. is that just that quiet, intimate time with him. And, and, and again, I wasn't doing anything wrong, but it was just that I wasn't managing my time wisely, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Thank you for being an example of a kingdom man and just your commitment to that, because I know it encourages my sisters. I know it encourages the women who are listening today um, because that's who they've been praying for. And mm-hmm. so thank you for championing, championing that that um, journey for so many men, because we we desire our men to step into their roles, into their purpose, into their identity, and so many don't know what that is, yes. and they haven't, you know, had examples. And yeah. so, thank yeah. you for being an example. I appreciate you, and um, I'm so grateful for you, and really cannot wait to see how God just 
just accelerates you in so many ways. So thank you for being here today, Dan, and um, look forward to seeing you um, literally the, in the den. I love that. In the den with Dan. <laughs> the best. Thank you. And, and, and again, Christy, thank you. Um, it's, it's, a, it's my honor and I'm, I'm privileged to be used by God like this. Um, just to think back to who I used to be um, and that he saw more in me. Like every time I think about that, it brings me to tears that he, he didn't give up on me, right? Yeah. And he, didn't, he saw much more in me than I could ever see in myself. And wow. he told me, he said, if you just sacrifice and surrender, I have so much more for you. He yeah. told me that. And, and oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I know he's not even, he really ain't even get started with me yet. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I'm so, I, I'm just like, oh. Wow. That's why I give him all the honor, the glory, and the praise because it's not me. Like I, like doing a YouTube channel, you know, doing interviews, doing panels, yeah. Yeah. And, and events when we were able to do them. Um, like I, that, that wasn't me. Like I've always been the guy in the back, working hard mm-hmm. and making sure things mm-hmm. get done. But God said, "Yeah," and that's that's what I've noticed is that anytime God has used men in the Bible. He's always used them beyond their own um, power, right? Mm-hmm. He's always like you look at Moses, you look at um, you look at so many men in the Bible that they, you know, we, we doubt ourselves and say, I, "How how can I do this, Lord? You know, this is yeah. not me." And he was like, "Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't. That's right, but wow. you can with me." And yeah. that that's what, yeah. So I know it's not me. That's why I give him all the honor and the glory that mm. and just the, the privilege for him to use me as his child and his vessel to just expand the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.